top, top. Top, top. It's your boy, Chad Visionary. It's your boy, E-Money Boss, and you're now tuned in to the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Top, 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 I would love to see LeBron win one for Kobe. Like, yeah. LeBron's winning it for LeBron. Let's let's be real. Come on. Nah, he gonna win that shit why for Kobe. He, but why did he go to LA? He went to LA before. Yeah, but now he really gotta win. Like, it's more of a purpose now. No, he really gotta win since he went. Like, if you in the NBA, you really gotta win. Period. I I feel that, but it's for Kobe, bro. <laughs> okay, <gotta be> whatever. <laughs> whatever excuses. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. How was your week? Oh, it was great, bro. I had a good, um, productive weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, got a lot of stuff done as far as my business. You know, trying to keep up with Top Hill. You got you know? business? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you already know. I know. And then, um, yeah, man, we had fun this weekend. You came over for my game night. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah, That was lit. Got yeah. to listen to some new music. Mm-hmm. Can't wait, like... There's been a lot of good new music, so I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, we got a lot for y'all. We got a lot for y'all this episode, a lot of music drop, some last-minute shit drop. We just kind of listened to and looked at it right before the show, too, so yeah, we got to talk about all that. And we got a very special guest in the building tonight. We're going to, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans going on in the second (laughs) half, to say the least. Uh, But yeah, you guys, we're going to introduce you guys to our guests coming up on part two. Um... I guess starting off, man, um, I just want to say rest in peace to Biggie Smalls. Uh, um, today is the 23rd anniversary of his passing, and I just wanted to shine a little bit of light on the notorious B.I.G. One of the greatest who ever touched a mic. Yeah, man. I mean, That's fact. That's straight fact. Obviously a legend. Um, everybody looks up and respects him. What's your favorite Biggie song? Bruh, <laughs> it's too many, man. But um, One that you could think of right now. Um... I mean, I I like Juicy, and I know it's like kind of sounds corny because it's nah, like I was about to say the same thing, right? <laughs> I, I know it's like one of his most commercial records, but what that song did truly was really break a barrier from niggas t- talking about how rap shouldn't be corny, or they they were scared of the, the tried new things, you know right, what I mean? Right. And when Diddy gave uh, Biggie this record, Biggie's that like, sample, bro. Yeah, he gave him the sample. Biggie's like. Nah, <laughs> like it's, this soft ass record, you right. know what I mean? But but when he hopped on it, he bodied that shit, and it became a worldwide smash. He made it come to life. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It, it, he really did bridge that gap too. So like, yeah, shout out to the notorious Big, the legend. Uh, but what about you, man? What was what were you? That's saying? my favorite. That's what I oh, was yeah. gonna say. Yeah. Okay. I love that record. All right, well, uh, let's just get into the albums real quick because um, we got four bangers, for real, for real. I ain't going to hold you. I'm, I don't even want to save it for you. Every single one of these jumps is that crazy. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, so the first one, let's start off with Ignatius. Yes, sir. By none other than the legendary Jadakiss. Um, 
What do you think about this one, man? Um, it's Jada Kiss. I mean, <laughs> he's always going to deliver when it comes to bars. Like, that's what he does best. Yeah. I mean, he's always in the talk of top five, and I don't blame people for putting him on their top five as a lyricist and somebody that has flow and bar and delivery. Um, as far as his project, man, you know, you know me, like, everybody got their own perspective and their own taste and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But to be honest, man, this is something that I really feel like I want to put in my rotation. Like, I really would forget about it. Like, if somebody put it on, I wouldn't be mad at it. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just like, especially the other albums that we're about to mention, it just hasn't been in my rotation. Yeah. So And there is a special... Uh, like fan base and air for that. So um, there is a couple of records that I like. Um, there was one that reminded me of his one of his hit records called Why. I don't know if you. Oh could, yeah, I love Why. It's one of these records. Why I was like, it records. brought me back. I was like, okay, I like that. Yeah, it brought me back. And then um, I can't remember what it was. I like Government Cheese. Uh, I like Me. I think Me was the one. Uh, yeah. That we went to the Why and um. Keep it a hundred. Those are the ones I I like the most. So, yeah, man, decent project. If you into that particular wave, like just straight bars and lyrics, then mm -hmm. I say you know give it a listen. This is real grown up, grown men rap shit. Yeah. Like, and he is very lyrical. You know, what I mean, he gives you a lot of dope bars in, mm -hmm. in his in his uh, music. Obviously, is Jada Kiss. He's he's a legend. Um, but there was something different about this album. It sounded it sounded a little bit different because um, he tried some new things. He tried some live instru instruments. He tried different sounds. Motherfucker, this nigga was he was singing on, on his records. You know what I mean? Like he really did try some new avenues and, and some new sounds. And I really thought that he. This is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Jada Kiss album all together. Um, I mean, I really did like the last one he did with Fabulous, too. The, uh, he did, Freddie Jason he did a, uh, experiment a little bit. I would give him that. Yeah. And um, at first, I didn't really know what this album was for or the reason why it came out or anything like that. But um, Just for the love of it. Well, not even just that. He did an interview with Breakfast Club, and um, he, uh, he named it Ignatius. It, it means, like, the fiery one. Okay. And it's um, to pay homage to his best friend, his man's, um, who passed away recently. Oh, okay. um, His best friend, he was like, that was his right-hand man. He was the one that got him um, in shape, got him working out, got him into art. Um, he was, like, always there for him, business and stuff like that. He talked to him, like, every day. Like, every day, that was his routine. He talked to him and gave him a lot of wisdom, a lot of advice. And, and some of the things that his friend was telling him was, like, hey, like, you should... You experiment with your voice a little bit. You should sing here. You should grab these kind of instruments there for this song. It'll be dope. And Jada Kiss has always been traditional Jada Kiss. Like, nah, fuck that. I just want to rap. But this time, he did everything that his friend suggested that he did. That's dope. And I really, I really do enjoy this project. I mean, not only the fact that it came from a real place, um, but it's just good. Like, it sounds good. It sounds fresh. It sounds like it's with the times. Another thing, too, like he said, he sold his place in, in Yonkers, and he actually moved in with his family. So, it's like, he, he's a little bit more, I think, aware of, like, what's going on now, sounds and stuff like that. Like, or he's hearing 
younger ears probably giving him advice that's and stuff good. like that. That's good. Yeah, and I, I think that's what made this um, this album really special because we all love Jadakiss for, for his skill and everything like that, but when you introduce these different sound qualities and stuff like that, I think it brings it to that next level, the next stage. So I really enjoyed this project. You said this is your favorite one? It's one of my favorite I like uh, Top 5 Dead or Alive is my favorite Jadakiss. What was the one that, that Y was on? Dang, that's way back. I don't yeah. remember. He had a. Um, I remember he had a red outfit on. Like yeah, a red, all red, everything. So. That's probably my. That's not only just my favorite Jadakiss song, but that's one of my like top ten rap songs. Of oh time. wow! Yeah, yeah. That, that record was special. It was way ahead of his time. Yeah. All right, next shit. Meg, D Stallion. <laughs> Real hot girl shit. Real hot girl. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. Y'all see they they defrosting in the background, y'all. They just... Yeah, well, hot girl summer. Hey, yeah, part two, part two, shit. And the DMV was like sixty-seven degrees outside today, so right. you know they was just showing out. You know, mm-hmm. you know they had the brunches out yeah. today. <laughs> they had rooftop parties and shit. Right, right. It's like, is that Some a brunch table right now? Right <laughs> someone just passed a mimosa somewhere. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Meg Thee Stallion, um, Sugar. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion was in the news a little bit this week. Uh, she got into some... Label issues. Yeah, a little bit of some label issues, you know. She signed a contract when she was very young, and you know, she's she's growing, she's making a lot of money now, she's blowing up, she's smart. And, um, she wanted to renegotiate her contract, and they were pretty much like, you can't release no music right now. And she was like, fuck that. And she went live and, you know, voiced her opinion and stuff like that. And the courts were pretty much like, you can't stop her from putting out music. So what did she do? She put out some music. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this song's called Sugar, man. Um, what did you think of this uh, EP? It's not really an album. It's an EP. I love Meg, man. I'm rooting for her. Uh-huh. You already know that. I've been uh-huh. always talking about <laughs> Meg. But uh-huh. uh, overall, bro, like... I don't know. I just feel like it needs more. Like, it's only nine songs. And I just feel like, per- this is personally why I think, like, you know, the label issues that she had, I feel like these ain't all the songs she was supposed to release. I, th- I feel like there was supposed to be more. Well, this is not her album. This is an EP. Oh, it's just an EP? It's just an EP. Okay, well, that case, then, it's Fire EP, but not a good album. Yeah. I went, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just, she gave us a, the other EP, Fever. You right, know, not right, that long ago. That was fire too. Yeah, that was fire too. But the the thing that I had the issue with Meg is that it's just there's not a song in here that's memorable to me. But then again, she's not making the music for me at the same time. So I would um, give it a second listen. That's what when I gave it a second listen, there was some ones that that stood out. Yeah. But so, um Brad, like I really want her to make a classic album. I really feel like she got that potential. That's why when I listened to it, I was like, This is all she got. But hmm. she got, like I said, she got a lot of potential. And I see that um, she was trying something new, too. Yeah. Um, there is one song I don't like that I have to point out. I don't think she should ever do it again. Stop Playing featuring Gunner. Mm-hmm. She was trying to sing auto-tune. Oh, uh, yeah. With the, with the whole Gunner wave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bruh, like, don't do that, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a good look. But overall, like, I like Savage, Captain Hook. Um, I think Captain Hook, the Neptunes produced that. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pharrell was in the studio with her. Yeah, I think that was the one. 
<laughs> I think it's going to be her next single, too. Uh, yeah. I, think I still love B, uh, B-I-T-C-H. Like, that shit. That shit is hard, bro. I, I play that shit all the time. That's a classic sample. Mm-hmm. But um, Savage, she really went in. That's one of my favorite. Savage, she went in. And Captain Hook. Um, I'm gonna agree with you on that. Like she, she's talented. She's she's gifted with her rhymes and bars, and she gives you, um, some really dope, some dope music. She's man. better than a lot of niggas, bro. Yeah. Like if you really that. think about it, no, like, who's out right now? Yeah, she she's is. She's killing. She is, and um. I like how she came on on Ain't Equal, the first song. She just came in really raw with it. Like, you could just tell, like, it was just a raw-ass intro. Like, no, Facts. cut all the fat out. I'm rapping right now. Like, straight bars. And she letting you know, like, where she come from. Mm-hmm. Our love rappers, like, they give you who they are and where they came from. Right. It's giving me a visual representation of you in your city, so. Yeah. I fuck with that heavy. Shout out to Meg, man. Shout out to the stallion. Yeah, she queen, bro. She gonna that next project. I'm still, I still I got my my hopes up. She probably gonna wait until uh until the summertime to drop that. Drop. Yeah, just get all your stuff straight. All right, so uh, what we got next? We got oh another queen, another bag. Dang, you already had this joint already pulled up. Like, dang, bro. Like, yeah, wasn't playing, bro. Yeah, no, you sure weren't. <laughs> um, Is this the right chart? No, it's not. Um, Janae Aiko with the album Chilumbo. Um, that's how you pronounce it, right? I, I, hey, that's what I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not how you pronounce it; it's how I pronounce it. Um, yeah, man, this this is just soul music right here. It's just um, if you were a Janae Aiko fan for a minute, you already know what she brings to the table. The one thing I loved about her is that she didn't crossover she didn't switch up her style her sound she was very very true to herself and she is just getting all of her flowers right now i don't know who is on her team i don't know what adjustments they made but she is having one of the best rollouts of the year she had an incredible it's just like chess moves like you know what i mean like dropping the trigger freestyle to doing the the secret, not uh, none of your concerns. Secret verse with Big Sean to, um, you know, do, doing the music videos that came out, doing the uh, announcing her tour before the album, mm-hmm. and that sold out every single city. That's wild. But <laughs> it sold out every city, man. Like Janae Aiko. Not every artist could do that. Like, no, they they really amazing. can't. Yeah, and that's really an extensive tour as well too. Um, yeah, man. Um, this this. Album is nothing short but just great soul music, honestly. I agree, man. Like like you said, the overall layout of how she came off in the new year with her new songs and the videos, just everything how they promoted was just great, greatly mm-hmm. done. And then um bro, like the best way I could describe this album is just it's just beautiful, bro. Like <laughs> I really feel like I'm gonna give it some time, not going, you know, Sice it too much, but I really feel like this could be a classic album. I just gotta let it sit for a minute. Yeah. Cause I can't name a bad song on there. Like I could literally let this play. And I love um <clears throat> the one one of the things I appreciate but appreciate about her is her storytelling. Like, yeah. I really get into it. Like she's like a rapper almost when it mm-hmm. comes to storytelling. So Soul rapper. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Um a lot of my favorite songs is the ones she put out first, and then I like BS featuring her. 
Shout out to her, bro. Her's working. Her's working. Her's working right now. She just launched her new sunglass line too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that her is working right now. She's a special talent, bro. Like, yeah. Somebody just tweeted. And I I agree with him. It was another musician, um, Xavier Omar. Okay. He was like, bro, I like we already know her is a star, but she's gonna be a mega star. Yeah. I I agree with that. She she's grooming already. Like I mean, she's on all the red carpet. She's at all the right kind of events. You know. What right. I mean? So yeah, she's and killing be, every feature. Like yeah, she is, and she could hop. She could do songs with YG and do songs with right. Janae. You know what I mean? Like she's versatile too. So and I love every feature on here. Like every feature she used. Like okay, Big Sean of course. Got Future you. Miguel. That was that song perfect. Absol was good. Shout out to TDE and her still showing respect back to that label because they really did push her really early. You know. She, yeah, yeah. She's I done music. That. She's done music with all the TDE artists or yeah. collab with them. So shout out to the TDE. And then you got, I don't know who Dr. Chill is, but he did his thing, or her, I'm not sure. Then um, John Legend, and then Ty Dolla Sign again. No, 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 you, you, how dare you? How jo- dare you? <laughs> how dare you? What? You skipped the legend, okay. the god. Yeah, it was a good song, bro. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, le- nah, it's my bad, bro. My, nah, it's my bad, bro. Okay, bye. Oh, man, that was a really good song. She had the number one feature, <laughs> but Nas did grace... Um, one of the tracks is called 10K Hours. Um, yeah, man. This, this is, this is dope. You know, and, and Janae Aiko comes off as like a soft, sweet, angelic looking kind of girl, stuff like that, but she's from Slauson. You know what I mean? She's from the same neighborhood that Nipsey Hussle is from. You know what I mean? Okay, so I she, yeah, so she actually, when Nipsey Hussle, you know, Memorial was going on the Staples Center, she's the one that sang, um, she did one of the opening songs or whatever. Um, but yeah, they were very close. They were very cool. That was like her big bro. You know what? Now that you said that, there's a song I can't remember. I want to say it's Magic Hour. Mm-hmm. And I noticed when she was singing. No, actually, she was rapping. I didn't. I don't know if this is her or somebody else, but it was somebody rapping. It was a female, and it had a Nipsey flow to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was her, but that was a great job because it reminded me of Nipsey. Mm-hmm. Got me in that moment. So yeah. Dang, I'm mad I don't remember what song that was. It's a lot. The only thing I'm going to critique about this album is that, you know, her sound is so unique. And so when you give us 20 songs, it's really hard to digest that many Janae Aiko songs just because I can't I can't play this album at any moment. For me, you know what I mean? Yeah, for me, I can't. I can't even All right, so you about to go out to the club and you about to play this Janae Aiko jump? Yeah, if you love me, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we ride in the separate cars. <laughs> but, um... It's a vibe for me. It's it's deep, too, bro. Like, I didn't even cut you off. It's mm-hmm. just so, like, I could get in depth in a lot of these songs. Like, and when she was talking about it on Twitter. I was just like, wow, to see her perspective on each song. It's, it's phenomenal, bro. I love it. I mean, yeah, I, I really did enjoy it, but like I said, I just can't. It's so much. It's 20 songs. They're all, I mean, majority of them are slow. I mean, you get some of the songs like Ho and... Uh, yeah, I would say that, like, towards the end of the album, it just got r- super slow. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm getting kind of sleepy. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, that's the vibe that I got, so... But at the same time, it's still great music for what it is and what it's supposed to be. So, yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to her, man. 
Um, she got the best R&B album out right now. And Pussy Fairy Tick. Oh, this is one other critique I had. <laughs> Why'd you have that nigga in the background dancing to yourself? You could have oh, did yeah. that by yourself. That nigga, he was the most unneeded uh, extra that yeah, you could put in He looked out of place. He, he looked super out of place. Could have like, really done it by yourself. Yeah, but I the, agree with that. But Pussy, Pussy Fairy, uh, Fairy is fire. Like, I didn't know she could dance for real. I thought yeah. she was just, she just sang with mm-hmm. her. She was paying tribute to Aaliyah. Um, with that one. She definitely gave me Aaliyah vibes. Like yeah. her whole aura. And Leah's my favorite R&B artist of all time, so. Oh, I like this is. I'm telling this is. Mm. I love Aaliyah. <laughs> hey. Shout out Chef Rada. She funny as shit. She said, I'm telling SZA. <laughs> uh, SZA, she cool. She did have one of the best albums of the decade. One of the best? Oh, the number one. Oh, no. Oh, now, okay. Okay. Now, okay. now the number one. Yeah. Okay. And that's on live. Yeah, right. that is online. Mm-hmm. Fight me. Uh, okay. We can debate about this. SZA had the R&B album of the decade. Stop lying decade. to yourself. You're making people angry. <laughs> oh, who had a better R&B album than um, Rihanna. SZA? Anti, no. Beyonce, 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 no. Lemonade. No. Um, Solange had a better album than Beyonce. Mm, I heard you. Careful. Facts. Careful. <laughs> See, the table facts. was great, Still but it's not better than Lemonade. It is. No, Chad. Chad. <laughs> See, the table was a, a really great RB album, but Lemonade. Would, it would be between SZA and Seat at the Table. They up there. Chris Brown, Fame. Oh, that's that's not even an RB album. That's pop. The nigga sings, Chad. <laughs> Rhythm and Blues. That's not no RB album, bro. I'm sorry. That's, a pop. that's more of a pop. I understand I'm not going to get through to you. And that's okay. And it's labeled it's label as pop. You go look it up right now. Google. Jive? Huh? Talking about Jive or RCA when he was back when he was back with them? I don't know. I don't know. All right. So, T, so T-Pain, T-Pain was also signed to them too. But um, anyway, it wasn't, his album wasn't pop. Anyway, there's a lot of albums that came out this decade that was better than Scissor. Rihanna is one. Beyonce have one. Chris Brown have one. The Weeknd. All of The Weeknd's albums. I'm sorry, it's better. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. All right, we're moving on. We're moving yeah. on. Um, last but certainly not least, Lil Uzi Burt. We've been waiting on Eternal a take or uh, for years. Baby Pluto slash Renji slash Uzi for the past four years. I thought I wasn't gonna get it till I was thirty. I, I know because he was he was playing games. He was like, "I'm dropping when Rihanna dropping." I was like, "Shit, we never gonna hear this." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But little Uzi Vert finally dropped Eternal to Take. He had a dope rollout too. Why they got the dope wrong visuals. art cover on here? Come on, Google, you fucking. Know. That's not Google. That's Wikipedia. Come on now. Um, <laughs> Should have be using that anyway. It's <laughs> on a Google site. Bro. Site source. Wikipedia. Look, I cheated. Oh, that's the out. first thing that pops up. <laughs> um, right there. All right, so little Uzi Vert, Eternal to Take. Um, where do I begin? This whole album is fucking fire. <laughs> like, this Joe is a slapping banger from 1 to 18. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I am too, because I really, <laughs> I wasn't like the biggest little Uzi fan, or you, you know me, I normally like more lyrics and, and more substance in my rap music. Mm. But it's something about this album that just makes you want to, like, move. It just makes, it just, I don't know, it just awakens. You know what it is, I think, for you? Because you you love 
um, Space Sounds. Yeah. And with this album, I feel like just like Kid Cudi is taking you on a journey. Mm-hmm. Like you're just going to a different planet. <laughs> For real. Like, like, you got adopted in this yeah. album, yeah. Because so. it's like, as soon as you uh, press play on the first song, you're like, oh shit, I ain't never heard no shit like this before. Right. So like, automatically from the first song, you just taking off somewhere. This whole you album is a party, bro. Like, and his flows are so different. Like, I like the way how he plays around different flows. Like, like Pop, like, he killed that. Silly Watch? Silly Watch. <laughs> like, I'm glad you mentioned his flows because... Well, he flowing on these on these songs, bro. He's floating on this. Yeah, he's literally floating. <laughs> he floating like, bro. That shit is insane. Like, I never seen somebody so secretly go with the beat so well. Mm-hmm. Like every punchline, every flow he's using is going right with the beat. Like yeah. that shit is insane to me. Yeah, that's a talent in itself. Yeah, it it really is. Cause now, obviously, you got people out here like Blueface that don't know what the fuck he's doing. But um, <laughs> but but you got like you said, Uzi just bodied every single beat to the millisecond, hit every note the way it was supposed to be hit. From from pop, from you better move, from homecoming. I every song on here is great. It like, started I off really good too. Yeah, Baby Pluto, Lomi, the first. I don't know where the flaws are. Let me find a flaw. I love I the transition from the first song to the second song. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. I love songs that transition to the other one. Oh, I do see a flaw. Foot to Shuffle 2020. That's the only song I hate. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot you don't like that. Yeah, that's the only that's song. That's on fire, bro. No, it's not. I don't You're like tripping. it. I don't like that TikTok fucking look at that song. Um, <laughs> it's a TikTok song. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I, another thing that I liked about this, too, is that he only gave us two singles at first. He gave us the Foot to Shuffle. Which I didn't care for. Then he gave us that way, where he remade uh, Backstreet Boys. I want it that way, and he gave DC a shout out. Appreciate that. Uh huh. And um, he killed that joke. And then when he dropped the album, he was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, those are just the extras. Here's a whole album." I like it when artists do that. Like, you give us fresh new music. You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I like that too. Um, and then don't give us the same shit. And then, have you seen what he's been posting lately? Oh, uh, yeah, he said he was going to have another album out. Yeah, he said I... this was just part one. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he said part two's coming, so he just got the future verse cleared. He got uh, Lil Baby. He got Young Thug. He got he got a lot of people on that's the deluxe. crazy. He's so, taking over this year. <laughs> yeah, cause so, so if you guys don't know, over. this first half of this album, he only has one feature. Sid, that's the, the, the girl or whatever they're singing on the jump. Yeah, that's the only with, feature. Um, she's with the internet. So, yeah. 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 Internet is super dope. Um, so that's the only feature. So now this next jump to Deluxe, that's where all his friends are about to come in and just fucking I, I can't wait. Murder. I can't wait. <laughs> like, probably going to be all on my playlist too, bro. Like, yeah, like, because this, like, I don't know what song to take out, honestly. Like, because... Well, like you said, Silly Watch is probably my absolute favorite. That shit just hit hard. The beat is, itself. The way he flowed on there. And then I like, oh, this song, this this record people are sleeping on. You better move. Oh, no, I'm not this on shit <laughs> is so special. Because, bruh, I'm not going to hold you. I'm kind of, I know we was, we not going to roll it loud no more. Yeah. But I kind of want to go roll it loud just to see just that. Just to see that. I, I was thinking of the same That's going to be a movie. That song, You Better Move, that shit is. 
When just I listen, when you listen to it, you be like, "Oh yeah, this shit gonna rock." It's made for concert. Oh my god, yeah. You can it's tell you can, you can tell Uzi know what he's doing. Like yeah. he's definitely one of those people that you want to see perform live. Um, definitely lit. When this Joe dropped, I was thinking the same thing, Chad. I was like, "This Rolling Loud set is gonna be insane." Yeah, he's a rock star for real. But um, I'll be willing to go to his concert though. When he comes to DC, uh, I'll be I'll probably be there. Honestly. This song we need to highlight too, Chrome Hearts Tag. Yes. Shout out to Chief, Chief Keith. Keith. Yeah. <laughs> Chief I didn't Keith. know he could make great beats like that. Right. Like, I seen the video when he was making the beat. I was like, this nigga's like that. I was like, he should make he should do more producing yeah. than anything. Yeah, that's shout out to Chief Keith though. Um shout out to Travis Scott for clearing a sample for prices. Um, yeah, I'm. Um, when I heard that, I was like, they had the same. They yeah. used the same sample. Yeah, he asked. He asked Travis Scott personally if he can use that beat. So is that Travis Scott? Pers- like, did Travis Scott sample it from somebody else? Or? Travis Scott. It was Travis Scott's song that he did. I think it was back in Rodeo. I forgot the name. Of the I know song. that song, but did, did, did he, he sample, sample it from somebody else? I don't know. All I do know is that Uzi had to get it. Well, Uzi asked Travis if he could clear the song for okay. him, and Travis blessed it. I um, did not know that, cause I was I did want to point that out. like why he using my man Travis mm-hmm. sample? But, yeah, you okay. bless him. That makes sense. And then P two, uh, obviously, you know, from one of his biggest songs he redid. You know what I mean? That was lit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. People was hyped over that. Shout out to my man. Uh, we added in we B. I never read your name. We eat and B. <laughs> Shout out to my man Brian Dog. Like. Oh, he said homecoming lit low main. I know lit. Brian fuck with that joint, bro. Yeah, I know Brian fuck with it. <laughs> Shout out Happy Hungry Vegan, Balenci, 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 yeah, Balenci, yeah. Balenci. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad you said that, bro. It's so many. This is me, my personal preference. It's so many like fashion references in this joint. Yeah. So like, I connect with it heavy just off of that. I don't connect at all because he was talking about using his Dior shoes as like Vans. I'm like, nigga, yes. you're just disrespectful. Like, my nigga, is, uh, he, he get it. He get it. No, he. He I, get it. Like, no. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> nigga, like, Comment. What's up? What's up with that Drake leak? Uh, which which Drake leak you talking about? Because Drake was leaking a lot of shit. Yeah, not hit. Um, he, he I know he did. Him and Future dropped the. Uh, what a time to be alive! Two leak mm-hmm. that came out. Um, then, as you talk about desires, that came out. Um, and then, yeah, the Chicago freestyle and and the when they see us. Oh, when they say when, I mean. But yeah, let us know which uh, Drake leak you're talking about. Uh, oh, he said the album. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Like I think like two or three yeah, episodes, a ago. Of episodes ago. Bro. That jump, I fuck with that jump heavy though. But the leak, yeah. Yeah. Um, what a time to be alive too. I'm still I'll waiting eat- for the finished product. I kind of just pick certain songs to listen to. Yeah. I didn't really want to listen to it because I'm waiting for the full thing to... I'm usually on that same wave, but because Drake and Future are just, like, A1, just amazing as artists, like, their their music that's not done still sounds better than most niggas done shit. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? So that that project, to me, I still bang with that Joe Heavy. I still bang with the Heavy, Mo. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we say about Lil Uzi, man? Um, he's breaking records that right now. Fired, yeah. yeah, he's on the radar. He's number one on the charts. That's not surprising. He knocked off uh, Rodney Rich finally. Yeah, Rodney Rich was on there for a, a minute, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Every single song on this is going to be on the top twenty. It's already 
um, about to become gold. It's on its way to going platinum already on like day three. Like yeah. it's this this thing is going just on a whole nother level of yeah. Yeah, man. It's what we expected. Yeah, people and people have been waiting for this too. Like the anticipation definitely played a factor on this rollout. So definitely. um he took advantage, full advantage of that. He let the um his fans pick the cover art too, which I thought was a dope yeah. um Yeah, three cover arts that you could choose from. So Yeah. I actually picked this one. I did too. I like this one. Yeah, I picked this one too, so um Yeah. Um those are the four albums that dropped this week. What I'm gonna do, we're gonna cut this uh, part one. Okay. We gotta get into part two. You're not gonna choose which one's top. I think we should let our guests come on, and then we should all decide on what we think our our top one is gonna be. You know all what I right. mean? Um. So yeah, let's go ahead. Let's take a break. We'll see you guys on part two of Top Hill Pod. We out. Top 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 episode twenty four part two. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, this is a very special episode because we got a very special guest that's about to grace the studio. Yes, sir. My motherfucking man. He go by the name of Rico. He's the CEO of DCA Customs. Yes, sir. Hey, my man Rico. Come on through, man. Welcome to Top Hill. What's good, bro? Yeah. What's up, man? Good to have you on the show, man. <laughs> What's up, man? It's a lovely day. It's a lovely day? It's definitely a lovely what day. What makes it so lovely, man? Mass quantities of alcohol. Oh. <laughs> what does the church say? Fuck twerking. Can you show me how Fuck to dump twerking. a twerking. Can you show me how to dump a clutch? Hey, that's, oh, wow. that's real life. Hey, man. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't catch the yeah. car reference. That's why. In, in case anybody realized, DCA apparel line. Hey. You know. Make, hey, okay, you got that. We out here. Y'all, y'all got size three X's. We got everything. Okay. Actually, this is a three X. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, I, I literally shrunk it intentionally right before I left. Like I literally got the order into this shipment today. Uh, and I threw them straight in the wash, hot water, straight to the dryer. That's... Shrink it down because like the the supplier gives me shirts that mm-hmm. like are not true to size. Okay. So like a three X needs to order a four X. Wash it, dry it, shrink it down, it fits. You buy it, like if I buy a 2X like I really fit, mm-hmm. and I wash it and dry it, you gonna see my navel piercing. Bro. <laughs> like, don't, don't make it weird though. But <laughs> eye contact makes it gay. But yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad you broke that down though, because you know, you 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 like not the full certified big niggas. Shit, yeah, yeah, you know I'm, I'm like on the barrier. Yeah, you're on like, the barrier. You I'm know almost I mean? there. Like three more double cheeseburgers, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> so now I know. So I'm gonna have to give me a shirt, man. I'm gonna go ahead and hit you up about yeah. that after the pod. I got quite a few actually, though. Oh, I, got, yeah. I got ladies' line. I got a men's line. Okay. Um, trying to do everything I can. Well, man, you're doing it. So let's uh let's dig right into it. First of all, thank you for coming to Top Hill. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. Um, tell us about DCA, man. Where did it start? What made you want to do it in the first place? <laughs> okay, so um, as I've said so many times mm-hmm. through the history of our great friendship, mm-hmm. uh, the greatest university in this nation will always be the University of YouTube. <laughs> 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 um, I legitimately started my company by watching YouTube videos and learning how to wrap a car. That's wild. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of people don't remember 
what is referred to as the big red dick. <laughs> but um, years ago, I had this 2001 Chevy Suburban, okay. Fireman Red. Okay. And I wrapped the hood in what people refer to as the evil jester. Okay. It was just a generic jester. It looked really evil. It was the entire hood wrap. In the midst of doing that, I also dyed the interior because it was tan. I turned it to black and red. Mm. Um, and then from there, people were just like, hey, you should do this. You're good at it. Yeah. So um, I actually originally started when I was down in Fort Bragg in North Carolina, Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Shout out Fayetteville. Yeah. Cole was <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I started out down there as 2-6 Autosport. Okay. Um, came back to the D.C. area, and that's when I rebranded as Clubhouse Customs. Right. Okay. And then... After a couple years of Clubhouse Customs and building my brand and becoming something more, I decided it was time to flip it and take a more professional mainstream approach. Okay. And that's when I rebranded again to Diamond Concepts Automotive or DCA Customs as people know me as. Okay. Um, What would you say is some of those things that you did to, I guess, like, upgrade it to that professional status that you call it now? Um, I think it was more a mentality than anything. Mm. Um, Yeah. When I started this, I was your common street nigga. There's no way around it. Like, right, right. Don't shake your head like that. I, mean, I, just, I disagree with what you like, said. Yeah, I see you shoot, nigga. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> but um, legitimately, I, uh, I just I started out somewhat young minded with this, mm-hmm. and um, when it was two six auto sport, it was. Get all the niggas in the hood. Like, I had nothing but dope boys in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I came back to D.C., it was only the car club community that knew me, so right. Clubhouse Customs worked. It was right. spelled ghetto. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> 2Ks, no C. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I spelled it like I was a blood. Like, I, I didn't mean to do it. It just happened, right. you know, because I was trying to keep that edgy look. Yeah. And then I realized that I was tapping more into your mainstream clientele. Mm -hmm. I remember the first time that I realized I needed to step my game up, um, a guy came to me with an Audi R8, Mm -hmm. which anybody that knows cars knows. That's a $150,000 car. Right. The Iron Man Audi, for those of you that don't know. (laughs) And he came to me and he goes, I want to wrap this gunmetal gray. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was, why would you fuck this car up? But <laughs> my second thought was, wow, I've got real clientele now. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, I decided that I needed to rebrand. I needed something that was, I don't want to use the word elegant. But <laughs> I wanted something more professional that people could relate to without looking at it and saying, am I going to be robbed at this shop? Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The physical location yeah. is... Way outside Baltimore County. Right, right. Like, let me say that again slower. Baltimore <laughs> <laughs> County. Right, where so, is it located at? Uh, Edgewood, Maryland. It's okay. uh, mm-hmm. way out in the county. It's literally like 32 minutes from the Delaware state line. Okay. Oh, damn. Um, I do a lot of mobile installs because most of my clientele does tend to be Prince George's County or Northern Virginia. Right. So I do mm-hmm. a lot of mobile installs for that reason. Um, I'm actually right now <laughs> in the middle of arguing a price for a location in Woodbridge, Virginia, so I can have a Northern Virginia location open. Okay. Um, they're not 
liking my price and I'm not liking theirs. So it's not going well. <laughs> well, you know your worth, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly. So somebody's going to have to pay you that money. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're working on getting that second location open or possibly only location, depends on if I decide to move or not. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just became a sense of, you know, elevating the game. You know, you can't... One thing I've noticed, especially through this past couple months with you guys, mm-hmm. is that your black business owners... Mm-hmm. are trying to cater to the black community. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was because mm-hmm. that's all I knew. I right. grew up in I grew up in I was a I was a Brooklyn native flushing and no shram, you know, Bedstar do or die. Mm-hmm. I came from Bedstar to PG County. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn 2.0. <laughs> right, right. And, and all I've ever known was the black community. You know, I'm mm-hmm. I mean, keep it real, I'm all of 37% black. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, yeah you know exactly. I mean? But, you know, when I started, it was like, cater to the black community, cater to the black community. Mm-hmm. And then you start realizing the black community doesn't want to pay the same prices. Mm-hmm. And it becomes unfortunately, a struggle. Unfortunately, true. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately it is. I have my handful of clientele mm-hmm. that is the black community that doesn't care. Mm-hmm. They're not going to nobody else but me. They don't want to right. talk about no other shops. And those people I genuinely care about. And, you know, I, I, I take those clients as very important to me. But, um, unfortunately, you know, and, and even talking, watching the videos of you guys talking to other black business owners in this area, mm-hmm. a lot of black businesses move out of the area. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the same thing I'm in the transition of right now, except mm-hmm. I'm in that weird place where it's, do I move my business out of the black community mm-hmm. or do I double up? And have a black have a business in a black community, and still go try to steal the white dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Always steal the white Proper dollar. Proper match. <laughs> um, you brought up a really, really important question that we all need the answer to. Um, so, obviously, we are all from a predominantly black area, and we've seen things change recently. I, I personally seen more and more people actually starting to support more black businesses and start being more cool within the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, it seems like people are starting to finally get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, why is it that when Koreans come over here, they only buy from the Koreans? <laughs> or why is it when, you know, the Hispanic people come over, they only support them? You know what I mean? Like, we're finally starting, finally starting to get that. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to go support my, my friend that has her nail salon or her the hairstylist or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, what do we have to do, or in your opinion, what do you think has to happen for us to start respecting our own value? You know, because that's basically what it comes down to. Because some people are like, okay, I I, want to go to this black business, support this, but... playing the game right now. I feel like maybe if I just go to, uh, you know, one of the main shops, will they do a better job? How do we fix that problem? I'm going to answer that in two parts. Okay. All right. Number one is, it's a simple fix. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to who you're buying from. True. It's real simple. Right. You know, you can come to me to wrap your car mm-hmm. and pay me $2,500. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to all the love in the world. Mm-hmm. My man, Mike Kunza. Mm-hmm. He has a shop up in Rockville, Maryland. It's my mm-hmm. man, hundred grand. I actually used to work for him. Okay. He is a god at wrapping cars. I mm-hmm. can't front at all. Right. Buddy White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Mike's one of those white guys that you would call light skin. But do you pay me $2,200 because I'm in the black community? Mm -hmm. Or do you play Mike 
and pay him more? Mm. That's the question. Right. And that's kind of what it comes down to because so much of the black community is worried about the discount. Yeah. Oh, I'm coming right. to you, so can I get right. a discount? Yeah, my man is like, can I get that? Right. Yeah, like, no, Not bro. at all. It should Kill be the opposite. It should be like, yeah. let me pay what your price is and support you. And yeah. Right. Anybody that knows me is going gonna, is gonna to tell you, I've said this multiple times, it's actually literally still on my Instagram page right now. Mm-hmm. You don't go to, you don't stand in line for three and a half hours mm-hmm. to go in the Foot Locker and buy a pair of Jordans and, and nag them about the price. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Don't come to me and do it. Exactly. My product is my product. Right. Now, on the other side of that coin, it's also very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. Now, um, I'm sure we're not supposed to be promoting here, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, On Netflix, Killer Mike has a series. Love it. You saw it. I love it. Yeah, love it. The first episode is literally him for three days trying to live black business only. Right. And it was one of the most difficult things Things in the world. Yeah. And he Why was in Atlanta at that. Cause yeah, Atlanta, in Atlanta. Atlanta is like the black mecca of the, <laughs> the United States. So. That's like legitimately in the United States, if you're looking for black business, the first thing you think is let's go to Atlanta. And right. it's not. Right, right. It's not. You know, mm-hmm. so it, there is a problem with that where there's a lack of black business ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, there is. I mean, even myself, like mm-hmm. I, my wife used mm-hmm. to go to black business owner in PG County to get her hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because she's a girl that I know and I call my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got a she's got a hair shop over in Capitol Heights. Mm-hmm. Black business, we stay with that. Yeah. You know, um, it's the same thing with, um, with myself. Some people come to me because they say, I'd rather keep my money with the ethnic people. Right. And that's where I'm just like, okay, let's go. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm Black not going to argue that. Yeah, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, in the same thing, like um, the guest you had a couple weeks ago, a young lady who does nails. Yeah. Shout I out her specifically nails. set that whole entire podcast mm-hmm. to my wife because I'm like, maybe you should look at having her do your nails mm-hmm. instead of us going up the way mm-hmm. and having Koreans do your nails. Right. Because I'd rather you spend your your money with the black business. Right. And she's you damn know, good, too. Um, at the end of the day, I don't think a lot of people realize the power that spending your, your dollar as a black dollar matters. Yeah. You keep that dollar in your community. If you go... Even as something, something as simple as a, as a nail salon. Mm-hmm. You go to a Korean place, what do they do? They take go right to the stock to the uh, to the trade commission. Yep. Flip that money to Korean dollar. Yep. And send it back home. Exactly. That money leaves our states. Right. And then they go home. There's ten motherfucking Koreans living in the same house, mm-hmm. and they all doing the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and it's the same thing with my business. You mm-hmm. know, um, I, I hate to say this because mm-hmm. I don't want to pick out anybody in particular. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say the shop name, mm-hmm. but there is a well-known Asian-owned car customization shop in East Silver, Maryland. Okay. Or well. <laughs> we'll call that the, the outer limits of DC, but <laughs> um, yeah, Southeast. But if, yeah, if he's one of those guys that everybody's known. They spent their dollar with him for years, right? But nobody recognizes the fact that this guy doesn't have anything to do with the black community. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this dude's taking your money. He's sending that money back to his country to support mm-hmm. his family, right? Take, and mm-hmm. I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what yeah. ethnic group you come from. Because myself, I'm black and Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's still the same thing. You're not 100% keeping your money in the black community, but 
you know, I put every 50 cents of your dollar, you know, to Africa instead of Puerto Rico. But <laughs> the point is, is you know. When it comes down to it, like, come on, dog. It's a different boat stop. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's exactly. still, it's still, yeah. It's still exactly. came from Africa. Yeah, I got to <laughs> stop in Atlanta before I get to Puerto Rico. Right. But, <laughs> but, right, right. but at the end of the day, you know, you got to be conscious of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, me, myself, you know, being biracial, it it actually triggers me to embrace more ethnic businesses in general. Okay. So the guy that I have detailed my vehicles mm-hmm. is is um, his family's from Honduras. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing detailer, one of the best in the business. But mm-hmm. the only reason I deal with him is because I'm in Northern Virginia. Right. Um, if I was up this way, I have two detailers that are black-owned, black businesses that they are the only ones I deal with. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's Unique Gloss, which is owned by a guy named Ace. Okay. And uh, another one uh, owned by a dude named Mike. Um, okay. I can't remember the name of his, of his right now. But uh, mm-hmm. um, those are the only two guys that I would let touch my car. Right. Because at the end of the day, like, you have to be conscious of where your dollar is going. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we also got to think, too, man, because... Think about this. Susie from Salt Lake City, Utah, when she goes to a small business and she wants to buy a shirt and the shirt's fucked up, the first thing she doesn't say is, this is why I don't like supporting white businesses. Right. You know what I mean? She's like, no, I'm just not going to fuck with that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go to another one. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's just a mindset for real. For, how I look at it, I think it's a mindset because you got some black businesses out here that can relate to you more, obviously, because they come from the same struggle, they're the same kind of background. And, and, you know, yes, you're going to have some people that's not going to be great in this professional, but, yes, at the same token, you're going to have people that want to take care of you because you look like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I will Except tell you that. one thing. It is it is a major thing with my business mm-hmm. about customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had people that have worked for me in the past mm-hmm. that I told them it's nothing more than customer service. I don't care at the end of the day. Right. Like, when someone talks to Diamond Concepts Automotive, I want them to feel... Like, they're talking to CarMax. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, these people care about me. Right. That's important to me. (coughs) Corona. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can't both be childish. It ain't going to be me that's going to be a (laughs) grown-up. But, yeah. Give me license. Right. (laughs) Right. But at the end of the day, you know, unfortunately, I have heard multiple times. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend my money with the black dollar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to spend my money with the black business because they're lazy or because yeah. they don't have customer service yep. or because of this be or because too. of that. Yeah. And I defy all of those laws. Right. I refuse. Right. Because at the end of the day, there is not a person in this world that's ever come to me for business and mm-hmm. said I was lazy. Right. The longest I've ever taken on a job was 13 days. Right. That was doing Lambo doors, window tent, and a full chrome wrap. On one car, mm-hmm. thirteen days is kind of outlandish for that. Right. That's actually a short period of time. Let's and let's just think about this real quick. How disrespectful that statement is. That black people are lazy. First of all, bitch, we worked for four, <laughs> our ancestors worked for four hundred years for fucking free and built this fucking country on their fucking backs. Well, and then a hundred years later, we have to work twice the three times as hard as you to make just the amount of money that a white man wait makes. Yeah. You know what I mean? On one well, job. I make more than the average white man makes. But right. Right. <laughs> at the same time, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see a white guy out here 
driving from customer to customer mm-hmm. to do window install window tent installs. Mm-hmm. I don't see a white man out here driving from customer to customer to do remote start installs. Mm-hmm. It's oh well you're in Northern Virginia. Well I'm in Rockville. So mm-hmm. how are you getting here? Right. And I just don't function that way. Right. You know, it's I have my Baltimore customers, my Baltimore area customers that is. Mm-hmm. And I have my DC and Virginia area customers. Mm-hmm. I even have customers as far as North Carolina. I actually mm-hmm. had a guy drive to me from Charlotte. Right. Because he wanted my work. Yeah. And yeah. you know, that was <laughs> that was one of the most mind-blowing experiences of my career because mm-hmm. that guy stood there and talked <laughs> to me and talked to me and talked to me. He's like, "No, nah, I'd rather come spend my dollar with you yeah. than spend it with one of that's an amazing feeling. Let's man. excuse my terminology here, yeah. but he specifically said, I'd rather spend my dollar with you than to get my car wrapped by one of these crackers in, Car- in Ooh, Charlotte. Yeah. Like, and that's what he said. He yeah, said there's like, not a single guy wrapping cars in Charlotte that right. I can go to that's black. Right. And that was mind-blowing because yeah. I kind of laughed a little bit. I'm like, yeah. Right. Pushing Push an envelope on this one. But <laughs> like, nigga, we made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I'm light skinned? <laughs> but but man, like the dude legitimately said that to me, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I personally know two guys in Charlotte that rap cars that are black. Right. But they're just not they're not they're not showing themselves enough. They're not doing enough to promote their business. Right. And I mean that's unfortunate and that's yeah. another struggle, and that's yep. why, again, anybody that knows me will tell you. I don't care at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is free. Yeah. I, it, I've had multiple people come to me and say, hey, teach me to tent windows. Hey, teach me to wrap a car. Um, that chrome wrap that I was just talking about a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. I brought a guy in that had never touched automotive customization in his life, and mm-hmm. he wrapped half that car for me. Oh, wow. You know, and I mean, I paid him well and, you know, moved on, and, you know, unfortunately, he didn't end up staying with the company, mm-hmm. but, you know, that kind of stuff is important, like, especially when you're in a position like me. Mm-hmm. I came up, I learned what I learned, I did what I did in the world, and then I decided I was going to customize cars. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever gave me a hand up, nobody ever taught me anything. 90% of what I do, I learned from YouTube. Uh, and that's the honest God truth. Uh, People are baffled when I tell them that all the time. Yeah. But sometimes you got to self-teach yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. the only thing I was ever taught by anybody that was not from YouTube was learning how to do remote starts. Okay. I was taught that by a company in uh, up in... Um, up in Montgomery County that I worked for for a time. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great people. But, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, they taught me what they taught me and then I parted ways with them. It's right. just, it is what it is. Yeah, that, that's what they do all the time. It's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's literally the game. So, you know, because of the knowledge I've gained, I've now been in business uh, eight and a half years. Did you start this business by yourself? I'm curious. Absolutely. Wow. I legitimately, <laughs> I was given this very, very strong hand up from another black business owner that um, I was in Fayetteville, North Carolina. There is an amazing barbershop there, 2-6, I don't know, was it, was it called 2-6? Yeah, 2-6 Cuts or something like that. I can't remember the name of the shop right off the top of my head right now mm-hmm. because I only know the owner personally. Right. Uh, the owner of the place is a dude named Q. Okay. Most amazing black business owner I've ever met in my life. He had this unit that he had just acquired. He hadn't been there long. Um, I lost my job and I spent <laughs> I spent 12 hours a day in that barbershop. <laughs> Whether it was trying to network with people or talking to this guy or literally we would play Madden mm-hmm. like five, six hours a day. 
Um, and then one day he's like, hey, you know about cars. Why don't you start tenting out back in the shop? Ain't nobody mm-hmm. going to mess with you. It's space back there. Mm-hmm. So he bought me a tent that was big enough to get SUVs in. It was like a 10 by 20 tent. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, go out there and start doing your thing. That's he don't right. ask me for no money, nothing. He just said, go out there and do your thing. So mm-hmm. I go out there and I start turning, teaching myself the window tent. I start doing hood wraps and small wraps like that. I start doing electronics, et cetera, et cetera. That is how this business started. Wow. It was that small. It was literally a tent in the back of a barbershop. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to the OGs, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why I am the way I am because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, if a young dude comes to me now and says, I want to learn this, yeah. I'm, I don't care. Come right. on. Let's go. Right. Let me teach you. I don't care if you're not here in six months. Right. I want you to learn something because somebody had to teach me this. That's yeah, true. exactly. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, knowledge is free at the end of the day. And right. that that's a big thing. And I think, honestly, it's a major thing that holds back the black community. Yeah. People okay. want to learn stuff and then keep it away from everybody. Yeah. Like, it's right. a huge exactly. secret. It's like, ego thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. like... <laughs> Again, we're not going to say business names, but <laughs> there's a very, very big business that tents cars for $100, for $100 a car in PG mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many people they've taught to tent. Mm-hmm. Everybody that they hire has tent experience, can cut windows by hand, or knows how to lay windows or clean windows. Mm-hmm. Those are the three positions they have. Cleaner, tenner, cutter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but they're not paying these people nothing. Most of them are Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're not employing very many black men at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's one guy that I know does their remote starts and stuff and their electronics now that is a black man, mm-hmm. but he's still working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy part is half of PG County believes that the owner is black. Oh, wow. And he's not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of tricks too. Like they'll that's put a black face saying. in front of you. Yes, like, and that's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. The guy that's in the shop He's the manager. They go, mm-hmm. oh, he runs this place. Right. No, he no, doesn't. doesn't. Right. There's another guy that runs the place. He's a white man. Everybody knows him. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So spend your money with the black dog. You know, spend your money with the black business because that's really more important. Right. And at the end of the day, we're gonna see, you're going to see the results from it. And I think that it's starting to finally happen in PG County. Uh, PG County is getting a lot of attention. It's getting a lot of upgrades. I mean, you go, you can go by, you know, Capitol Heights, District Heights, and it's like, it don't look the same as it used to, you know, 10 years ago. Not you know, what they're doing, what they're about to do to Largo, too, you know. Largo's about to blow up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm man. A, I even saw it over in Blainsburg. I was just around mm-hmm. my mama's way, the, uh, like, two nights ago. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Bates Trash Trucking Company. Okay. Bates Trash mm-hmm. is actually a black-owned business. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. Um, huge black-owned business. Yeah. Massive. And um, they actually just bought a quarter of a block of property in Bladensburg Mm -hmm. and opened up a diesel gas station for their trucks. Oh, that's fire. Like, I mean, like, the guy that runs that company is insane, which is coincidental in all ways that I know this information. Right. But um, I just coincidentally worked for UPS. You know, shout out to the person that got me a job. (laughs) 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 But uh, I worked for UPS for a while, and Mm -hmm. coincidentally... Bates Trucking was on my route. Mm-hmm. And, like, just walking in there and meeting with those people every day, I learned so much from them. Mm-hmm. Um, the owner of Bates Trash actually came down one day because I didn't believe it was black-owned. But yeah. Like, you got this massive trucking company. You're mm-hmm. easily making multi-million dollars a year off of mm-hmm. trucking. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're looking around and you start paying attention to stuff. And, like, 
like he actually specifically hires felons mm-hmm. because that's of dope. the fact that uh, he's he's really concerned dope. about the black community coming out of prison. Yeah, it's like the second chance yeah. is huge. It's it's Definitely it huge. is enormous. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like. For something like that to be growing that much in PG County is huge. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> That's absolutely. And I mean, anybody knows, you know, like eighty percent of PG County is run by base trash. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side is run by what is it, waste management? Or yeah, waste management. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. waste management. Um, and then they have like I think like twenty five percent of DC because I think they got the north sea- northeast area where uh, where. Uh, you got Dean Wood and all that good stuff. <laughs> Shout over out there. Dean Wood. Yeah, they got that edge. They got that edge because yeah, yeah, then yeah. city trash takes over. Right. Right? Exactly. Like, whenever, you, whenever you could throw a rock into Maryland, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, literally, like, you could you could trip on the curb and fall into Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did that a couple of times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, man, there's so much that we could talk to you about, man. Uh, you guys Actually, yeah, I got one more question. Yeah, go ahead, bro. So when you uh, open your new location, because I know you will, but um, yeah. your vision, like, Speaking. is it to hire more black people, or what's your overall vision when it comes to your next location? Um, I am on the fence with that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the window tending world is dominated by Hispanic and white. Okay. It, there's no way around it. It's just, it, it is what it is. Um, however, because of my past experiences in management through different businesses, I prefer to hire somebody that has no no experience. Okay. So if I had, you know, a couple guys that came to me, you know, it's just like, hey, I want to learn this. Yes, let's rock. Because okay. I'd rather you learn my way than to come to me with bad with bad uh, information. Habits. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's dope. So I, I, I really wouldn't mind. And like the goal was really, you know, like legitimately, like I didn't know how deep I wanted to dive into it because I was scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I actually considered going to a halfway house and just being like, "Hey, give me one guy mm-hmm. that you know need, that you know black man just got out. I want him, right? And I'll teach him how to do this, right? Because at the end of the day, when it comes to window tent, you don't have to worry about background checks and yeah, driver's yeah, yeah. licenses and all that stuff. Because that's the biggest thing that hinders the average man that comes out of prison, right? So, right. It's that curse, that scarlet letter. Yeah, yeah. Come out, and so. all you need is somebody that's going to take a chance on you. Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you're not always a bad guy just no, because not. you did bad stuff. And not even if you did bad stuff, you could have just been in the wrong place at the wrong time and didn't yeah. do shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And like I said, I came up. 90s Brooklyn. We're not talking about new Brooklyn. Right. We're yeah, not talking yeah. about We're gentrified talking about, Brooklyn. Yeah, not hipster yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> We're talking about Biggie Brooklyn. <laughs> you know? Let me show your age. So, right now, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm old school with this, man. Like, I was 15 running through Brooklyn with cats that like had already been in prison for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that 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 guy doesn't shake me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna look at you and go, oh, oh, you just got out of prison. <laughs> what? No, like Odds are, if he just got out of prison, he's had some time to think about what he fucked up. Right, like, right. He's like, he wants to get his life together, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, that's dope, man. Use your black privilege you know, as much as you can. Yeah. Um, that's what it really comes down to, you yeah. know? So let everybody know, uh, Rico, exactly what all the DCA does. So every single thing that you guys do is a way... Probably easier to tell you what I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we specialize in... Window tent, and when I say window tent, I talk about mobile window tent. We will come to you and install. Um, Remote starts and alarms, again, mobile services. Um, 
raps. I do both liquid and vinyl raps. Mm-hmm. However, that's not a mobile service. Um, liquid and vinyl raps. Let's see. We do full interior customizations, custom lighting. That has been mm-hmm. huge lately. Hell yeah, especially <laughs> our area, man. Yeah. Anybody like, with a Charger and Challenger want to get them lights. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like, a lot of the stuff that I do is 100% custom. I don't, mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it'll make a kit for your car. No, let's make <laughs> a kit for your car. Right. I got a dude uh, with a Challenger that I, that I took care of a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um 12 halo rings, three light bars. Oh, five, five light bars. Is that the destroyer gray junk? Yeah, the destroyer gray yeah, junk yeah. had crazy halo rings yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like, like I said, fully custom, man. Like, sometimes you just got to look outside the box. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't always try to, can't always stay boxed in. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Absolutely. Um, but, um, window tents, lights, wraps, um, again, DCA apparel, mm-hmm. um, Tons of stuff with that, man. I'm coming up with more and more every day for that. Um, let me see. What else we got? Uh, custom compartments, video, mm-hmm. audio, mm-hmm. Uh, radios. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm not going to talk about Chad's radio right now. You think it's put in a passcode? <laughs> Every time he get in his car, it looked like somebody going into an Austin Powers bolt. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm still done with CD player, guys. Yeah, that was an eight track. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. audio, video, um, pretty much whatever you want to do, man. I mean, the only thing that I don't do mm-hmm. is paint. Which, of course, I have my liquid wraps as an alternative because okay, right. anybody that knows me or seen the work. Honestly, again, they're better, too, because you can protect your exactly. you can protect your car by doing that, too. And exactly. you can change it out whenever It's you actually want. what it was designed for. Okay. When, when Plasti Dip originally came out, it was designed to create a protective barrier for tool handles. Mm-hmm. What Plasti Dip was was a little round can, yeah. and yeah. you would take your pliers, and mm-hmm. you would dip them in and pick them up, and you would hang them. And mm-hmm. they would dry, and then you had this rubber coating that would protect your tools. Right. And then somebody took that and said, oh, let's, let's spray it on the, the car. Let's put yeah. it in the can. <laughs> well, yeah, originally they said, let's put it on the car. Uh-huh. In the can, people start spraying wheels. Yeah, yeah. Then they took it to the next level, and they put it in this gallon co- can, oh, shit. and we started spraying it on cars. Right, right. And then the next step was, okay, well, let's start coloring it. Yeah. So we started coloring it. Uh-huh. Then after that, it was, oh, let's just take automotive pearls. <laughs> like, and then from there, like, it really grew, man, yeah, because, well, like, yeah. When I started this, um, <laughs> everybody knows the old DCA 5.0. <laughs> oh, man, Bianca. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. That, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, that car, man, like, that one was, like, stage one of what this stuff was. Mm-hmm. It was, okay, lay the color down, lay the pearls down, mm-hmm. lay the gloss down. It looks nice. You mm-hmm. get a satin finish. Yeah. Now it's okay. Well, let's lay down this two-part chemical reaction, you know, two K automotive gloss. And mm-hmm. now it's oh, you want to you want a candy paint? Let's go. Right, right. You know <laughs> what you mean. So yeah, yeah. So you it's so in depth now. Like you can, I can make custom colors. I can make custom flips. I can make. I can make glosses, satins, whatever the case may be. I can make it as if you got your car painted. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing is, at the end of the day, you lose no value in your vehicle because you're not painting your car. Exactly. At yeah. the end of the day, three years later, you go, 
Oh, I'm trading my car in. Peel it off. Peel it off, right. Exactly. exactly. And now you've protected your paint, yep. which is what the design was for. Right. You've protected your paint. You don't have any rock chips in your car. Yep. You don't have any oil splats on your car. Right. You just peel it off, take it to the dealer, trade it in, and now you got flawless value. Right. Or if you really want to flex, you just want to change the color. Like, huh, you know what? It's the fall. Exactly. I want to change my color now. Exactly. <laughs> Like, me personally, of course, it's a little bit different for me as the owner of the shop, but, mm. like, I like changing my car color three, four times a year. Yeah. It just is what it is, right. you know? Unfortunately, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> You're a business got, owner, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I mean, anybody knows me right now, you personally, you've mm. seen it. You know, um, the Mustang has been getting wrapped for about a week and a half <laughs> and it's still missing a back bumper so. but it's looking good though for what you got so far she's almost there she's yeah. almost there she's yeah. almost there um yeah man I appreciate you for coming on we gotta yeah, get you sure. we now gotta get you in the top hill world you know what I mean if you don't mind we gotta talk about this music man oh so, um, you know, before, on part one, you know, we broke down four albums. You know, we had the Jada Kiss, Joan. We had Janae Aiko, Meg Thee Stallion, and Lil Uzi Vert. Right. Um, I'm going to have to give it to Lil Uzi Vert. I think he just completely owned this week. I think with a surprise, too, because, you know, when the first albums dropped at midnight, we only thought it was going to be Janae Aiko, Meg, and Jada Kiss. Mm -hmm. And I was rocking with that. And then midway through my job... Corey's like, it dropped! And I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, it's going down? <laughs> so we, we ended up listening to that, and then from that point on, I'm not saying that we forgot about the other albums, I'm just saying that it diluted the other albums a little bit. You know what I mean? Just because so many people were waiting for this Uzi, um, this Uzi album, and it's just completely fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to have to give it to Uzi for, for this week for me. It's, it's hard, man. I know it's hard. And another thing, the last thing I'm going to say about this, and I'm, I'm going to shut the fuck up, but each one of these albums are great in their own lane. Okay? Definitely. So Uzi definitely has his own, you know, like, you know, the little people, the young people. The rock, he's the the rock, rock star. The rock stars. You know what I mean? Janae got that soulful, you know, the soulful R&B vibe. Meg's giving you that, that raw you know, dope rap, you know what I mean? And stripper and music. Stripper music. <laughs> you know? And then obviously Jada Kids with that just grown, sexy, real hip hop mm -hmm. New York shit. You know what I mean? And it's like all of them were great in their own lanes. Right. And right. I'm just happy to just, you know, be able to pick that's why one. that's why it's hard to choose. Yeah. But um we just talk I'm going based off this album overall. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna give it to Janae. Okay. Cause I feel like that's gonna be album gonna be talked about for years. Now, not to say Uzi's joints might not be talked about for years, but right. I don't know. Janae, I feel like it's more. It's um, it's more relatable. I feel, yeah. So I'm gonna go with her. Right. About you, bro. Hmm. Uh oh, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Here goes the ignorance. So <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say. As a native New Yorker, uh -huh. I gotta go Jada. Right. Okay. Got to However, uh oh, I am not impressed. Really, you wasn't yeah. impressed by the Jada no, album? Not at all. I understand. Um, yeah, I understand now, that. for those of you that don't know, I actually created that video you guys have seen posted over yep. and over. Mm -hmm. um, Top Hill was just added on to it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, Top Hill was added on to the beginning of it to put me on as a guest, but um, the me track by Jada. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie, and I was I was over there when you was talking about which one gave you that old school oh, yeah, I was like, it's me, it's me, it's me. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, yeah. me, 
definitely felt like why. Yeah. It got you in that zone, but yeah. in a different realm because it has such an upbeat tempo. Right. Why brought you down and made you think. Yeah, it did. And me brought you up and was like, oh, this shit rock, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's that same feeling, though. Exactly. And me, I, I can't even lie, like, it spoke to my soul as a native New Yorker mm -hmm. trying to get back to old hip-hop. Yeah. Because yeah, I hate to do this to y'all, but uh -huh. I hate Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my, my God! Oh my God! Keep XXX and take Uzi too. No, <laughs> like, no, I hate that nigga, yo. Like, oh my God! Oh my God! Like, I'm actually responsible oh for like 20 God. of those memes you saw, where this nigga was like, "I only been here three days. I don't even know." Like, I hate this nigga, yo. Like, this nigga is legally retarded. He will keep playing his music, yo. But oh my God. I will say, yo, like it's it's not really just him. I just hate new hip hop. Okay, I'm yeah. such an old head when it comes to that. I am that okay. uncle that goes, "Fuck y'all, young niggas listening to." I'm that guy. Okay. <laughs> but but That's can you? Smart. All right, but can you do this oh. though? Can you separate the two? Can you put the Kendrick Cole's Drakes? Uh, Wale's, Big Sean's, you all know, of them name. are our hip hop. Yeah, that, that was our hip hop. Right. That was the last of the final. <laughs> <laughs> right. But and then this new generation, I want to say like it's, they're kind of creating their own genre in a way. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and it's that's just that. I would I would respect it more if they saw it that way. I think but the do. fact that they keep categorizing them as hip-hop... It's not them. It's not them. People, well, I understand, going, I understand it's not the artists. Yeah. But I need the music industry to say, this is a new genre. Right. And that's what you got to call it. I'm sorry, because this is not hip-hop. Right. I, I mean, it's hip-hop to an extent because it's hip-hop-ish. Like, it, it, they're still rapping. They're still giving you bars. You know what I mean? It's just the substance. What they're talking bars? about. They are. Some you're, of them are. You're reaching. I'm not reaching. <laughs> no baby gives you bars. Who? Lil Baby gives yeah, you bars. Lil, Lil Baby can actually yeah, some rap. Some of them can, can rap. Someone can rap right, for right, real, right. bro. Like, you gotta sometimes. Yeah, I'm you gotta, not buying it. I'm sorry. Sometimes like, you gotta get past a little in front of their name. This is my <laughs> problem. You know what I mean? This is my problem. I want to say this on the air because uh -huh. I want to create more of a buzz. Uh -huh. Look up Team Backpack. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> because, right. because Team Backpack okay. is hip hop. Okay. This shit is not hip hop. This, this at the most, maybe call it new generation hip rap, but yeah. it's not hip hop. I get it. You know what I mean? But you can't put hip-hop in a box. Because I always, I always I say... I absolutely will. <laughs> but listen, like, I always tell people this. Like, back in the My early 90s, they used to say NWA is not real hip-hop. Like, they was doing something completely different. My cup is hip-hop. It's in a box. Fuck out of here. Like, you missing me with it. Like, I'm not, I'm not fucking with it at all. Like, yeah. But they, they, they were saying NWA was not hip-hop. Like, it was a completely NWA different sound. NWA was completely hip-hop. But, but it wasn't time, that day. At that time, it wasn't. They were thinking yeah. gangster rap was something completely separate from... Completely, they was like, this is not... Because hip-hop was more positive back then in the 80s. It was oh, yeah, more about political and yeah. It was all about direction. It was about mm -hmm. guiding the black community in one direction mm -hmm. and saying, we're going to stop dealing with this shit. Yeah. Right. I do understand that. And then you had the West Coast but, niggas like, we're about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> niggas was like, oh, yeah, we gonna got them. Shoot the fucking cop. <laughs> like, but in that same essence, gangster rap was hip-hop. 
They were still guiding their community. They were still indulged in their community. Okay. I you tell me that. where Lil Uzi is indulged in his community. Because that nigga fucking... He, if he's indulged in his community, he at the Special Olympics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? You got me fucked up. Like, hey, Mo. I'm dead, Mo. Uh, let's get to the comments real quick. <laughs> oh, um, shout out Happy Hungry Vegan. Just saying that we're dope. Um, shout out Nils by her. Um, she said that she was disappointed in the Meg album. Janae made her sleepy. Jada Kiss was Jada Kiss, but Uzi though. Shout out. Are ah, you her. tripping off of all those? Who was that? That's Nils by her. Shout you out tripping, to Mila. Tripping. <laughs> She's. I, I'm not upset with what her statements were. I mean, I like Janae. Made me sleepy. I wanted more from Meg. Jada Kiss was. Jada Kiss, I think, was a notch up from traditional Jada Kiss. It definitely was a traditional Jada Kiss. That's probably why you don't I like it. Call, I wouldn't call it a notch up. And that that's that's genuine as a hardcore locks fan. Right. I'm right. not like I'm talking about before D Block, before Jada is a solo, mm-hmm. before any of that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about real locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody that's old enough on this podcast right now to remember uh, the locks, mm-hmm. that was a different world, Facts. yo. Facts. Oh my god. Like you remember Ryan Dachik? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my nigga. Oh my god. Like it was niggas out here marrying bitches over that song. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you don't understand, like and the, I just feel like there's nothing grasping you like that anymore. Right. I mean, you definitely got to weed out the, the fat, right? Because there's a lot of new niggas out here. And not all of them are talking about shit, you know? And I, I, I think a lot of them now are starting, especially now because they were really pushing a lot of the heavy drug usage and mm. just talk about a lot of bullshit, stuff like that. A lot of them are starting to try to do a little bit better now. Like, you got people, young niggas like Trippy Red talk about but he's this, not doing that's this. That's how I look at it when it comes to stuff like that. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's just like, like NWA, I'm going to go back to them. They're a product of where they came from. So these yeah, little nice. niggas, like, we may not understand where they're coming from. That's the product of where they come from. Like, mm-hmm. what they're using in school, after school, yeah. shit like that. So, so like they're the just talking bus, about right? what they know. huh? So like the short bus? Nah, they <laughs> so it's just like it's more related. It's it's not for us to understand. It's a new generation. Right. I feel like they could probably reach more of the younger crowd yeah. than the I mean, older I can crowd. genuinely say that I realize at this point that I am that old nigga. Yeah. Right. Like I realize that's that why I say respect. Like, because I, like I, I look at that. I look at the cats that was around me when mm-hmm. I was fifteen and sixteen years old, mm-hmm. and they was still out here bumping cool in the gang, and I'm like. Right. What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I, I understand it in that right. aspect, but right. at the same time, I refuse to deem it hip-hop. But I, right. I still, you got to respect the young niggas who are at least willing to listen and look up to the legends because you still got people reaching out to Kendrick Cole and Drake, you know what I mean? Le- reaching out to Jay-Z, you know what I mean? You got Meg Thee Stallion going to the Jay- Jay-Z's jail. I say this mm-hmm. as a Brooklyn National. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. He always got good Brooklyn. I've lost connection with Jay. Oh, oh. explain yourself. I've lost Explain connection yourself. With, I just explain yourself. Four 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 was it for me? That was the last time. I couldn't. Mean? I couldn't deal with him. What? Whoa, Wait, whoa, I, I, I literally because it was Jay. Okay. I paid the money to download the album. 
Because I'm like, I'm supporting Jay. Right. What's wrong with 444? I literally have listened to that album twice. That's your problem. I will not listen to that album. That's your problem. Exactly right there. I hate everything on it. Bro, it's so, bro, there's so many gems in that album that will help you out just as a black man, period, bro. Like, it's it's like necessary. That's the problem. Why? Jay drifted. To what? I need Jay. That I is need, Jay. No. That is new I Jay. I need reasonable. I need reasonable no, doubt. You're not going to get no more reasonable doubt. Bro, you think about it, Marcy Pontics, no more. I know him to go bankrupt. No. This nigga is married to Beyonce. He got three kids. She can go broke too. Fuck me. Oh, God, no. All right, we'll take a quick break. The lights are about to shut off. We want a power shuts down for six square blocks, right? I would say beehive. They outside, bro. All right, we're not going to talk about Jay no more, bro. That's disrespectful. All right, anyway. I'm surprised you said that, bro. I genuinely, yeah, like, I'm speaking, like, genuinely as, like, a Brooklyn native. What's your favorite Jay album? Reasonable doubt, by far. But okay. that's okay. But that by nice far, still and I say that mm-hmm. as a cat that recognizes what actually happened. Mm-hmm. When did you recognize? When did you recognize Reasonable Doubt? Oh, it was late. It when was did late. you recognize? Reasonable I was eight or nine. My dad played it. Heavy. But that's what I'm saying. But yeah. when was it though? Are we talking like late nineties? Early. Well, this was early two thousand. Okay. Yeah. When did Reasonable Doubt come out? This came in ninety six. <laughs> Well, it actually came out in 95. But but what I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. nobody recognized Reasonable Doubt for what it was in 95. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And most people, early 2000s, realized what Reasonable Doubt was. They went back, yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, Mm -hmm. but... He was so ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. At that point, right. it was well, insane. But the music industry was different at that point, Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. I mean, you got to do with A&Rs. And put, it, was, it was a lot of bullshit that you got to do. There was with. none of this fucking independent. None yeah, of that. None of that. Right. Independence didn't make it outside their neighborhood. Like. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, I, I get it. It's reasonable doubt. But 444, man, I, I urge you to listen to it at least one more time. Yeah, you grab some 444 is like if we t- Even if we took reasonable doubt out the equation, 444 still wouldn't be in my top five. I mean, and that's okay. Jay-Z is competing with Jay-Z. He got yeah. 13, 14 albums, and they're all great. Yeah. You know hey, I'm not even going to lie. You know what? You know what my number two is, what? unbelievably? What? His Unplugged album. Is it? Yo, his really? Unplugged album, even though it was all just the same shit, yeah. Hearing it with those real instrumentals, with those real instruments, yeah. it was mind blowing. It, it was, was like hearing the music too. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, like I literally saw there was a young lady on my Instagram that posted what looked like the unplugged uh-huh. <laughs> emblem earlier, and I got a bundle. I was like, Yo, why the fuck would you do that? Like. I thought Unplugged was back. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got emotional for a second. Right. Because Unplugged was one of the greatest things of my era. Oh, God. You know, I don't know if you guys really got to indulge it the way oh, I did. I was three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you. But, <laughs> but Unplugged was like one of the greatest things of my era. Like, yeah. to see those artists go out there. Like, because Jay-Z did his Unplugged album with the Roots. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like Lauryn Hill's drum. Oh, my That's amazing. God. Lauryn Hill's was insane. Yeah, yeah, I got that on Like, Unplugged did some of the greatest albums of our time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you yeah know? Unplugged was dope. I feel like Tiny Desk kind of picked up where they kind of left off a little bit. I feel like a little, little, bit. little similar vibes. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite 
J-O. I can't, I can't do Come it. Come on, no, just one. I already know mine. What is it? Blueprint, the first one. Y'all gonna hate me. That definitely, that will probably be in my top three. Yeah, Without, I think, I think that will be my number three because it's definitely Reasonable like, Doubt, Unplugged, and then probably Blueprint. Blueprint. Um, it's kind of hard for me because I'm on the fence with Blueprint and Hard Night Life. Okay, yeah, that was a, yeah, because Hard Night Life was like literally every. That's why he had a leather jacket yeah. on. Yeah, 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 and he had the joint. Uh, what was that joint? What was the joint he did with Jazzo on there? Oh, oh, fuck, what was the name of that song? Like, okay. I still, to this day, even though I don't know the song, mm-hmm. I can rap every single lyric. Mm-hmm. Both of their parts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a banger. I got the actual know? CD. Well, my dad does. He gave it to me. I got CD? That. Yeah, I got the CD. You uh, know, I still listen to CDs. What's the CD? You gonna stop coming for me like this? Bro. <laughs> ain't nobody tell you to talk about a Betamax. Like, <laughs> <laughs> half I, your viewers right now, is, what's a Betamax? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think for me, man, when it comes to Jay's albums, bro, I actually started liking more Jay's albums later on. And this, I'm like the complete opposite because most people will go back to his earlier projects, Black Album, Reasonable Doubt, Unplugged, Hard Not Life. you gotta go back. I know, I this know. Black 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 Album, yeah. And I'm sorry to say this in light of what they put on TV, mm-hmm. but Best of Both Worlds was a banger. Best of Both Worlds, it was a banger. You talking about with Arkell? Yes. Oh, no. That, that shit joint was garbage, hit. Bro. I don't, don't care waste what, your time. what I said. Don't, don't waste your time with that. I'll pee on everybody. I don't care. Look, yeah. I'm trying one, to tell you. <laughs> one day I'm going to have to go back and just listen to... Bro, not, not one day, you, but like a month. It's going to take me like a month. You're going to be mind-blown when you listen to it. I'm going to have to go back. I still mind-blown. I was just listening to uh, Blueprint 2.5 or some shit. Like, yeah, it was a and I actually wasn't a big fan of the 2.5. Me either, but... It, it just... There was nothing really surprising about it. It wasn't the fact that I wasn't okay with the music they put on it mm-hmm. as much as that I expected for something that would just blow my mind. Right, right, right. Yeah, I just... My, my expectations were here, and the album hit here. Right. You know? <laughs> but his that album was still better than a lot of people's shit. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's that joint's mind blowing. You bro. know, some of the so I actually enjoy Blueprint Three because oh, it was like kind of Jay like paying homage to the new wave coming out. Like he had Kid Cudi on there, J Cole on there, mm-hmm. Drake on there before they were who they were. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And because when he did that track with J. Cole, J. Cole was still in the projects in yeah, favor. Exactly. Like, yeah. that boy had nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> all he had was Life Please. He yeah. Get that demo and today, legitimately yeah. was still driving his mama's car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was huge. Um, you know, he also signed, you know, Wale as well, too. Um, what else? Uh, you know, he said that his worst album that he ever made was Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Come. It is. But it's not. It's, it's not. not. Kingdom Come I, I put, so. great. I put Kingdom Come above 444. Oh, Easily. wait. Wait, no, I don't know about that. But, for, but Kingdom uh, Come was a great easily. album. Kingdom Come was a great album. Um, I go Because Kingdom, Kingdom Come is the joint he got with, uh, he got a track on there with uh, Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake. Uh, I do like Beast Chair. That, that track Beast is Chair was lit. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, too, this to me, I think, might be my favorite J album right now. Magna Carta, Holy Grail. That was the one with JT. That was the oh, one you know, I'll take that back. That might... Holy bars, Grail? Bars-wise? Yeah. And lyrics? That's, mm-hmm. That might be his worst album. Yeah. Who? Jay's. Which, you Magna about? Carta with the bars and lyrics. His worst album? Magna Carta, yes. 
the bit, the production was phenomenal. It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss on that one. I'm not, I'm not he close. really didn't like. I'm not co-signing that one. You got people like Pharrell, Rick Rubin, and Timberland in the You're same. You're talking room. about production. Though. I'm talking about. I was saying lyrics and bars. Like he was real, like lackadaisical with this joint. To me, in my eyes, it wasn't a J like I'm used to. It was a. It was J flexing. I'll I'll say that. I think it was. It was it's really no effort in that joint. When I he was rapping. Don't want to say that about <laughs> album. That's disrespectful. Anyway, <laughs> we've been rapping about Jay for a minute. We got to get into some other shit. So, we told you guys who our top albums are. Let's talk about the new singles, the new music that dropped. Um, let's just talk about. We're gonna talk about these two. Um, that John, this John Pierce. Yeah, we don't got much time. Um, Skybox, Gunna, Fire. Side. No, that joint's fire. Okay, you don't have to listen to it. We did this before. I know. <laughs> Gunna, 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 I don't know what it is about Gunner, bro, but it, it takes me a minute to listen to any one of his music. He got a different voice. That's like it. I like it. What you got? Bob Langless. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as y'all hear the first thing, you're like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> This joke just dropped like an hour before the podcast. Um, Little Yachty featuring Drake, featuring right. the baby, Oprah's bank account. Fire. Um, the video is fire, bro. I really enjoyed look, it. Look, I didn't watch it or listen to it because as soon as it dropped, he started watching it. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing out of his mouth is, this nigga dressed up like Oprah. I said, yeah. fuck that song. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was an instant response. I, I can't fucking stand it. I know fuck that nigga. I hope it. he die. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, Rico has no fun for y'all. Sorry. Right. Yeah. At all. <laughs> Woo, thank um, God we don't get charged for cussing in here. Jesus Woo. Christ, because I owe so much money right yeah. now. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly what Rico said, man. I do not like demasculating black men so much. Like, it's just, when they throw this shit to you on camera, we dealing with the shit with Dwayne Wade and his 12-year-old kid that... Look, let's I'm, not touch I'm, on that. I'm not going to go all the way into look, it. I'm not going to lie. Saying, it, it doesn't make sense, but we're going to let it happen. <laughs> we're going to let it happen. I'm not going to lie. If, you actually, if you're not old enough to get a tattoo, series. you're not old enough to do that. That's all I'm going to say. There's a documentary that talks talk about that shit. <laughs> I'm just but saying. what I will say is this, okay? <laughs> now, I'm about to show my age for real. All right? You know who did this first? Oh, Lord, we really got to get into clue? this. <laughs> you know? I'm not into this. Do you know it? I'm not talking okay. about it. Okay. The first ones to do this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, essentially, I feel like he should be charged for a sample. <laughs> like, it's that close. Yeah. Queen. Mm, okay. Queen did a video. And, mm-hmm. oh, my God, if I could remember the name of that song, where they dressed up as women through the entire thing because of the fact that people had just found out the lead singer was gay. Oh wow! Yeah, that's actually it's it's the two videos Mm -hmm. like they're it's creepy. (laughs) And I mean, we're talking about Queen, like seventy-eight Queen. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't even know. A lot of people watching right now have no idea who Queen even is. You mean Queen Radio, Nicki Minaj? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like no, we're talking about like rock band Queen. Right. Like Queen legitimately did the exact same thing. And I wish I could remember. I want to say it's Bicycle, but I think I might be wrong with that. Okay. But um, they did a song where their video was them depicted as men dressed as women, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be a shot at people talking about the lead singer being gay, which had just been brought to light. Mm. 
Which is why that video is so fucking weird. It's just weird. Like, okay, I mean, the concept is dope. You know what I mean? You got, you have little Yachty dressed up as Oprah doing an Oprah show, and he's interviewing Drake, and he's interviewing the baby. Mm-hmm. That's a dope concept, but I just don't understand why little Yachty has to be he Oprah. He doesn't have to be Oprah. He doesn't have to be Oprah. You could have right? hired anyone to be Oprah. Right. And you could have been on the interview, yeah, you too. Could, yeah, exactly. You're like, being weird. Yeah, I mean, you're, 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 you're reaching. Yeah, you know I mean, like I just don't think that that needed to be it. You know oh what I mean? no, it's not that deep for me. I I just think it's just entertainment. Yeah, I mean that's exactly what they want you to believe. That's exactly yeah. what they want. And for me, as I mean, an older guy, what y'all think I about Martin that, Lawrence. That did I think the same exact way. I think exactly what Dave Chappelle thinks. Why do all the successful black comedians have to wear dresses? Dave Chappelle the only one sense. that does it. He's the only one that said no. They came to him and was like, yeah, you know, this kid would be so funny. You know, we're just going to put you in this dress. I mean, and he think, was like, about no. your, think, think about your mainstream black comedians. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence did Big Mama's House. Mm-hmm. Like, you, Medea. Like, come on, bro. But listen, like, I feel like it's... I get what y'all saying. He did do Sinead. But what if he was... Which was important for his idea he wants to do it. I think it, I feel like it's different if you they're trying to make it to be like that. They're Hold on a second. To, okay. Trying to save it. Can someone confirm save it for me? It does like. Uh, hold on, please. Uh, yeah, if it, yeah, yeah. it will delete if it. Yeah. Hold on, mom. Oh. <laughs> oh wow, it saved. It is. Yeah. Yay. It's been acting right this episode. All right, we gotta we have to close up because uh we gotta start the other show. Yeah, yeah. Can you it was right another song. We're only super late. No, that's the that's the only song. That's oh, the last uh, song. We just didn't get into top shit. We didn't get into Kendrick now. Kendrick PG Lane. All right, let me just finish what I was saying. All right, we live. Yes, we live. All right, go ahead. Chad. So I get what y'all saying, like with the Medea and the Big Mamas, whatever. But I feel like if you're willing, like with Yachty, I feel like nobody was making him do that. I feel like this is an idea, because he comes up, he directs his own video. Mm-hmm. You know, he writes a lot of his songs and other people's songs. Like, he's a good writer. Yeah, no guy. So I feel like it was just all jokes. And with the new, uh, with the new age rappers, they, I feel like they are picking that people that older because they know they're going you know like why is he dressed up in a dress and stuff like that but it's really just a joke and you don't need to take it that seriously it also sounds like he's seeking attention though like why do you need that kind of attention there's just other ways that you could did this record you know what i mean without showing another black man in the dress i, I just I feel, feel like, like it's my personal right, as understand. an older guy mm-hmm. to me mm. it brings back that queen day okay. and it looks to me like this boy gay <laughs> and he, he don't know how to tell the world, right? right. Which I, I'll say in this day and age doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to be gay, be gay. I'm, yeah, I'm like, gay. like, like you just said, like Dwayne Wade's son is twelve, seven and a half, and he decided he's a woman. So <laughs> I think you can be gay at nineteen. Right, <laughs> right. But um, overall, I mean, moving away from that, Lil Yachty's video was dope. Um. At, at the end of the day, I do like the music. I like the bars. I like I like the song. I like what Drake said in the interview. Drake's jokes. Drake Drake's music videos, his skits and stuff like that are fucking hilarious. He's man. a good actor, bro. Yeah, he so really is. Grassy. Yeah. yeah. He said. Uh, he said. I had to turn on my LSC, and I was like, the light skin <laughs> capabilities. <laughs> like. I tweeted that too. I related to that. <laughs> Oh my god, bro, that joke was hilarious. But um, 
Dang. That's we we ran out of time. <laughs> the baby said some funny stuff too though. Yeah. Both the interviews, you know, on that music video was was a dope concept. But um Alright guys. That's gonna have to do it for this episode of Top Hill. Um, episode twenty four, featuring the CEO of DCA Customs. Um my man Rico. This was uh, fun. This was this was a dope ass <laughs> pod, man. Thank you so much for gracing our studio, man. Um, you know you family, bro. Whenever you want to come through, you're welcome. Right. Um, let me know. Well, actually, let the people know where they can find you and what. Um, like that. Focus on the shop page, not the personal, because they kept posting it. <laughs> the personal page is actually about to get deleted, but. Um, oh shoot. The business page is going to be DCA underscore Customs with an S. <laughs> Not with a Z? No. <laughs> we, are, we are whole grown-ups this week. <laughs> At least for three more days. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, DCA underscore customs. Um, you can find me pretty much anything on there. Um, all all my services are available there. Um, there's Groupons running for me right now. Sales running for me right now. DCA apparel available. Like this shirt in particular, 25 bucks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. 25 bucks. I got a bunch of them. I got ladies' tees. I got men's tees. I got hoodies. Whatever you want to do, um, it's all on It's all on the page. Email uh, is rico at dcacustoms.com. Uh, I can get any orders fulfilled there as well. All right. That's okay. Right. I'm going to put my order in as soon as this episode's over. Um, thank you again, man. I'm loving my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's Top Hill, episode 24. Um, my name is E Money Boss. I'm Chad Visionary. Go wash your hands. No coronavirus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Corona <All> right. for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace.